The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. So this is Jason with the Ectoplasm Show, and we just got done, Eric and I, because Josh is a little bitch and had the flu, couldn't drive down. That motherfucker. Eric Insbrenner and I spent all day at the Kansas City Metaphysical Fair. I'm second best, so I got to come down. Yeah, you got press pass, so that's going to be my first question for you. This will be the intro to the show, and then we'll do all the interviews we've already done, but I asked Eric on the way here how it felt to be a member of the press. And I told him to save it for right now. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, they handed me a badge, it had Josh's name on it, and then uh, they got to scratch it out, so that's pretty cool. So I got to walk around the badge with Josh's name scratched out and my name next to it. So we got the VIP treatment. Um, you were the Eric with the badge. I was the Eric with the badge. So there was another Eric with us. We had another Eric. Badge. Yeah, we had another Eric tailing us. Um, but, uh, it was good. It was a good time. A lot of people were very receptive to us. Most people were anyways. Some people didn't necessarily want to talk to us, but... Well, they didn't want to talk on microphone. I feel like feeling they would have talked to us. Yeah. Just talked to yeah. us. Yeah. For some reason, we brought that up. They just, like, no. Yeah. No. Being a paranormal investigator and, and diving into that realm of stuff, I don't necessarily tap into the metaphysical, I guess you could say, or I didn't think I did, but... As I got to talk to people and, and look at their booths and see what they had, and they were some great people. And, and you know, it's, I, I had a coming to myself moment where I was like, man, I'm an asshole for judging all these people at the beginning. But uh, they were great. It was great. So the first person we interviewed was, God, what was his name? Was it Daniel? It was with Reconnection, and I have his card. I think his name was Daniel. Yeah, it was Daniel. I know his or Dave. partner was Lauren um, that he ran it with. Those are the guys. They ran a... First reaction. I'll, I'll read off what they do. Um, the Reconnection Market is a platform that we use to give artists and creators that we personally know a stage to get their craft out into the world. Um, however, that's not really what he talked to us about. No, it was more of uh, 140 acres outside of Lawrence of uh, trying to be a better you. I'm sure there was some more psychedelic stuff going on that they do. I'm sure, yeah. So they are going to be putting on some events, but I, I wholly unprepared. Somebody stole my thing that showed their event. The piece of paper. Oh, yeah. Folded a piece yeah. of paper. Um, so go look at Reconnection on the line. It's, oh, it's Daniel. Daniel Donovan. Uh, go to facebook.com backslash R-E-K-I-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. And we're actually planning on doing some more stuff with them. Yeah. Uh, so basically his land is about five miles away from Stoll Cemetery, which intrigued me. 
uh, Stoll, Kansas. Uh, supposedly one of the most haunted places in America. Gateway to hell. Look it up online. So much stuff I can't even keep track of it. Jason and I were talking about it on the way up here. Yeah, if you believe that, that place anyway. Yeah, so... But they're going to have a bunch of events where vendors and people who... I mean, I guess what sound like another metaphysical type deal. I yeah, guess you could say. Just, well, to me, initial look at the flyer and other stuff, I just thought of a bunch of stoners out in the field having a good time with vendors and other stuff. So, put a, put a couple food trucks out there, and I'm I'll go. I'm sure they will. Stoners and food trucks, that'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> So next, who did we talk to next? We talked to, ooh, we talked to Rune. That guy, we talked to him for about 45 minutes. A lot of his stuff was very intriguing. Yes. Which, uh, um, I can't remember what he said his name was. It started with an A. Didn't give us his what name. What his magical name was, because he it's was a Rune, sorcerer. It's Runathan Asthemist. Runathan Asthemist. Oh, he has two of them. No, it used to be Runa something, and now it's whatever the word. You'll hear it in the show. It'll come up when we interview him, but I can't yeah. remember it off the top but of my he, head. Because when he became, when, from what I gather, like it's his first coming of Jesus meeting, but Wiccan style. He got the magic name Runathan something. something. Okay? Then 10 years later, he had a second coming to Jesus meeting, Wiccan style. But it wasn't Wiccan anymore. No, it was something else. Something else. Something a caveat off Wiccan because or high magic. He had high magic, low magic, neutral magic. I think chaos magic. Yeah, chaos magic. So this guy, we mentioned it in the in the recording, but this guy we could probably get ten episodes out of, and he's local to Kansas City, so I'm sure you're going to be hearing from him again. But what yeah. did you think of the guy? Beginning when we were talking about. Um, he was a little intense at times. Very intense at times. Very knowledgeable about the, not every in, subject. Not in a scary way, though. No, not no. Not in an intense, scary No, way. no. Not at all. But just very... He, he wholeheartedly believed everything he was saying. Which, and, you know, he, he dove into a lot of information, which you're, you're going to hear. But, but then he got into knowing that we were... I don't know if we were still recording at the time, that we were paranormal investigators. Yeah. Then he no, was he like, yeah. Right. And then he was like, oh, well, you know, I've done this. Uh, which I guess would be equal, equal to exorcism or whatever. Yeah. He started going clearing over, out clearing houses, out houses and how he is um, on the same or same level as a spiritual as, as entities or whatever. But he can clear them out. But then when we went upstairs to do the uh, what was that the, was it a pentagram? It was a oh, so it was. I don't know what the board was called. He told me actually. I went yeah. back and asked him. I don't remember. The one that he made himself, it, it was a, contained a portal, and he did the pendulum thing, where he showed us that. You'll see it. I post a video about it actually. On you already Facebook. did. No, I haven't oh. posted it yet, oh. but I will by the time this goes out. That you held the pendulum outside of this portal, and it swayed back and forth. But when you held it over it, you could feel a pull on it, and it held it in place. And I gotta say, the pull was there. Yeah, sure. it wasn't a magnetic pull, but you had to silver. be there because it almost felt like it pulled down and out or away. Yeah, I guess you could say. But then I, I was trying to debunk it, like put the actual silver on the whatever the middle part was. I can't remember what he said. It was the obsidian, obsidian disc. disc, 
and there was no magnetic pull. It was just, it, it was weird. Like it's one thing you had to be there type deal. Like so, yeah, you got the video. Had, like it, it didn't hang straight down. It pulled away, like and up. So it wasn't like it gravity holding it in place. It was weird. Yeah, it was odd. Definitely, you could feel it though. And we forgot to mention, it'll be the first interview we play, but we interviewed Allie from Apex. Oh yeah, we ran into her. Uh, yes, yeah, we ran she into didn't her on the VIP tour. She didn't, yeah, she didn't have a a booth or anything. She was just there supporting her friends, and uh, we kind of let her tag along. So let's get into that first. So we interviewed her, uh-huh. and then it was later, and it was about this time that you got the tarot reading. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say that Allie said that she is um, super happy that she got to be on the show again before Elijah and Sean. She was ecstatic from about Apex that. Apex got to be on the show again. Yeah. But tell us about the. You were doing. It was like 30 minutes. And yeah. It's all recorded. It was, It'll it's, be yeah, we have it all recorded. Here. Yeah. It was, you got a, a tarot reading. Yeah. She, uh, she was going to give me one last year, I think, at the. Paracon at your Paracon for whatever reason like she got busy giving other people one and I, she I didn't push the issue she just she just offered one I said oh no no problem next time or whatever well she's like I still owe you one I was like oh no worry so she went and bought a deck of cards and went, went upstairs and I've had a couple tarot card readings I mean you know and I didn't know what to expect but I have to say that was the most accurate. There, there's no way that she yeah. could just outline everything like she's outlined, so, and it wasn't vague. It was yeah. it was very spot on. I mean, like you're going to hear it in the I interview. Didn't listen the whole time. Yeah, but I want to know. Uh, you're going to hear it, so I don't want to go through all of it. But um, what was one thing specifically for you that was like spot on that you don't know how she could have known? So like, well, I can't remember what card it was at pool, but she was like, "How many kids do you have?" I told her, you know, and then she was like, "Well, is your wife pregnant, or is she? Are you guys trying to get pregnant, or you know?" I touched that line. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like, "Shut up," because my wife this morning was telling me that she thinks she might be pregnant. She yeah. was late on her period, and I was like, "No," you know, I was like, "Just wait this out a little bit." Told my wife that, and then Allie picks up on that. I was like. And after the card is after the reading was, in, I was like, Allie, I need you to deep, dig deep right now. <laughs> Try I to tell me. Yeah, I need now. you to tell me that you misread that shit, you know. But uh, no, it was spot on. Numerology lady, which we'll get to in a minute, also brought up that you'll have another kid in the future. That I will. Yes. Why are you bugging on me for? I wouldn't even stand in there. No, no, no. Sorry, not numerology lady. I have her mixed up. Handwriting lady. Oh, handwriting lady. She yeah. She said that you'll have another kid in the future. We'll get to her in a few minutes. You're like dyslexic with the handwriting and numerology today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we did that and you were very impressed. Yeah, very, very impressed. Like, I. Yeah. Like, not that I didn't think she could do it, but. Yeah. The, yeah. Highly recommend her. All right, then we talked <coughs> to the uh, want people. Um, raw. What was it? Raw Moonhawk. Raw Moonhawk Wands. What did you think of them? Um. Well, okay, well, we didn't talk to... We talked to the Sonya. Talked to Sonya. Yes, we talked to the... Um, I don't know. She 
she didn't say whether they were together or business partners, partners some partners of some sorts her name was Sonia so um, what they did I'll mention they made wands out of things they found in the forest yes yeah, and they were all different and they crystals they had stones powers they had one with the turtle shell I believe yeah. they had like a rabbit skull so basically they'd take three elements three natural elements and put them together that would never form naturally on earth to form a new energy that has never been formed before thus creating these wands that will give you energy for whatever you're trying to do whether you know I, I asked her like well, if I'm trying to clear a space of, of negative energy during an investigation or after an investigation or something like that and she said yeah you know we have things for that or that's what people use it for but they had, you know, in, in metaphysical world, I mean, they have the needs or whatever, whatever it is, but they had wands for everything, I imagine, so. Yeah, and then you'll, you'll hear her, our interview with her. Yeah. It was very interesting, the thought of it, because when I first thought of wands, you think of, like, Harry Potter kind exactly. of Exactly. I think of, like, a little silver thing with a star on the end of it, and you just go bopping somebody on the head, and boop, yeah. you know. Oh, so you need to go get another beer? I do. We're at Big Rip, so we're going to pause so that Eric can go get another beer. Bye. Donde esta ectoplasm show? So, uh, before we get back into this, you've been here before at Big Rip. We're at Big Rip right now, but this is the second time? Third time? Second, third second time. time. What do you think of their beer tonight? Uh, I've drank the coffee porter. It's delicious. Yeah. Like, it really, like, it's, yeah, I was going to... Change up price something else, but I was like, no, this one's really good. It's going down good right now. But what's your, is yours good? That chocolate mint one? Chocolate mint, but I don't get a lot of mint with it, but it is there. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a bad beer here. I mean, honestly. I don't see that last time they had, still there, that vanilla Zelda. That's good. Yeah, the good. Zelda is one of their staples. Yeah, that's good. And then they had, I can't remember which one it was. They had like a pineapple or something. It's not up there anymore. It was, it was pretty decent. But they have a lot more selection now than they did when I was here. I'm pretty sure they had like a chalkboard up yeah, there the last did. time. Okay, so you'll hear our interview with Soul Sounds. We don't have to talk too much about them at the moment. Um, okay, so we didn't interview this lady. And she didn't, well, we don't really have to talk about the lady, but you decided at the end of the show to go and buy some rocks. There's some stones. Rocks, oh, yeah. it sounds kind of like... Doesn't rocks sound worse than buying stones? I don't know if no, it's not Joe Rogan, but uh, I suck at rocks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what made you want to go buy them? And what made you pick out the ones that you decided so, to pick out? I know that you don't remember what they are because yeah, they're in the car. Yeah, they're going to have names that I But you could them. probably tell us why you picked out the ones you did. So, so during this... So during, let's just step back real quick to Allie's reading, and then a few readings I had prior to her, like maybe a couple years ago, whatever. I've had psychics and mediums tell me that I have abilities, I have psychic gifts, that I need to tune into it, and yada, yada, yada. So Allie made it was like the fourth person that, that told me this. And she didn't mention it because well, I brought it up in the interview. Uh -huh. I've had a bunch of people tell me too. But yeah. She says I have a block in me right now, yeah. which I want to keep there, honestly. The yeah. <laughs> and I kind of had the same deal there, just like you have to, it's there, you have to work on it. 
And I was like, yeah, I know. There's stuff that happens. I know it's there. It's just I try to second guess or shun it away, and I, I, I don't want it at, I guess, or whatever at that time. Yeah. But she makes it the fourth person or whatever. And then I go see another guy, Doc Cromwell, which we'll talk about here after a bit. Yeah, I definitely want to touch on him because we didn't get to record him. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah he's super awesome guy. And he didn't even know I'm an, and doesn't know anything about me. Allie didn't tell me anything about me. Nothing. Doesn't know I'm a paranormal investigator. Nothing. And he hit on it that I have these strong abilities. And Allie even said I have abilities in some aspects that are stronger than her. So the rocks are to, for protection? So what the rocks were, like, I just keep seeing rocks everywhere. Mm. So I just got this wild hair. The rocks. Sounds, the, sounds bad the rocks. I got the these stones. rocks. The stones. The stones. Yeah, the stones. Stones and crystals and yada, yada, yada. So I just keep seeing them everywhere. And well, everybody had them. So I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to go get some rocks or stones. I don't know which ones I need. So I had Allie go help me out. She just told me, said, hey, take this little basket, pick whatever stones draw you, what are, you know, or whatever. So I'm like, yeah. all right. So I picked out like five stones, and I couldn't even tell you what they kind they are. But, but you go, have all this stuff out there that tells you what they yeah, are. And yeah, they're, and they're all basically for psychic protection, psychic mediumship, uh, cleansing, and everything that I've been told point towards that stuff so, so. you might know this because i don't know this and it's one thing i would have asked the rockin granny if i i almost thought about just pulling out the microphone and interviewing her but i don't, I don't know why i didn't but what are you supposed to do with the stones you just have them sitting at home do you have them in your pocket what are you supposed to do with them do you know i don't know but i'm gonna i'm gonna create and build my own pouch yeah yeah and i don't know if, Carry I'm, around all the time. if I'm gonna wear it as a fanny pack Oh, you have a fanny pack. I do have a, have a paranormal fanny pack. But do you wear it all the time? No. Are you supposed to keep it on? If you don't have the stones, are they not protecting you? Anymore? I guess not. I guess I don't know if I can channel them. I don't fucking... You just need to have the fanny pack all the time. I'm just... You know, that is an option. And you know what? They may look stupid, but they are convenient. Do you think it would be a turnoff for your wife if it was on and that was it? And like... No, because... You walk in the room and you got the fanny pack on, I think it, it lessens the mood a little bit. Being am I just, just wearing the fanny pack, or I have... Just my... the fanny pack, that's it. You've already removed the rest of the stuff, and you won't take the fanny pack off because it will remove the protection. Does your wife still nope. let you into bed? Yep, because you know what? I swing the fanny pack to the backside, and I go to town. <laughs> <laughs> the stones are there. Bouncing around. Bouncing around. <laughs> like bingo numbers. Speaking of bingo, bingo dauber. Huh? Do you think that energizes them? Yeah. Se sexual activity? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it does. There's a lot of friction there, right? Friction, heat, just energy pumping. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's basically like... So now would be a good time in, uh, in ectoplasm fitting style to mention the actual organizers, which we should have mentioned straight off the top. Sure did, yep. Um... I'd like to thank them very much for having us out and doing all the interviews, and hopefully they don't take our humor. And we had a great, wonderful time. Right? No, I had a great time, and uh, very pleased. It was uh, Sylvia and Gigi, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah, and wonderful people. And I hope to see them in the near future in another event. But oh, well, yeah, they do three events. Three a events. Year. Yeah, the next one's and in June or July. They had people come in and out of that place all day. And yeah, it was packed. I mean that. That's awesome. I mean, so you, I run the K 
Casey Paracon, right? And I do have like more focus on the speakers and stuff, but I want to be as big as they are. Oh yeah, size-wise, anyways. Oh yeah. So yeah, I mean, I was very impressed with the event itself. Everybody was super nice, and we got treated like VIPs. They were wonderful. As the ectoplasm show. Yeah, it so. was great. So let's go from there. Mm-hmm. And so if you want to know more about the the KC Paracon, not the KC Paracon, the KC Metaphysical Fair, and everything else we've talked about, just keep listening because we have interviews with all of them. Even if it's not in this episode, it's going to be the next couple episodes. Yeah. Like, I mean, at this time we're talking right now, Yeah. we don't know. I don't know how much no. this is going to turn into. We have hours and hours of audio. We have so. tons of audio with people we interviewed. We're just drinking after the fact. Rambling on like a show you used to do. Rambling on the Maniac yeah, Podcast. Yeah, when's that coming back? You know what? I don't think it is. All right. Anyways, where was it going? Oh, okay, okay. The next thing. The one thing that I didn't really hear much of because I was doing the numerology reading with Eric, and uh-huh. I just have to say, poor Eric. You were not doing a numer. Oh, okay. With the other Eric. I'm sorry. Yeah. Poor Eric. Um, is everything at the numerology thing just went over his head? Yeah. It was brutal. I was there for the first five minutes. It got pretty brutal. And I was like, hey. Eric's never had a reading before, ever. Eric Day, the other Eric that was there. We probably shouldn't start him off with numerology meeting. Reading. I thought it would be the easiest because it's not actually like a psychic person reading him. I thought he would open up the easiest to that. Yeah, but they... But the understanding of it, I didn't like account for. Like, I don't think he understood He didn't comprehend a lot of what she was saying. Yeah, I don't think he like I, I don't know. Um, I well, the problem is, is he wouldn't do any other psychic readings. He wouldn't yeah. do any other readings at all. Even Ali offered him a free reading. A free reading, a it. free tarot reading, which I already just verified that it was amazing. We're gonna get him on the next one. I've, I'm sure that'll stand. I'll hold Ali to that for uh, being on the show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So before we get to too much drinking. Yeah, I want to talk seriously about your. So first, you had, and you'll hear it. So uh-huh. You guys will hear it. So I want to go into just a little bit about the handwriting experts. She was very interesting. That was. Uh, was uh, let's see, uh, MJ, signature graphologist. Oh, that's the graphologist. That's the graphologist. That was her. Okay. Oh, I was thinking rocks. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking graphs like charts. <laughs> what like an idiot! Yeah. <laughs> So I sat there the whole time, and at first, at first, um, she didn't like do what I thought she would. Yeah. And you know that, that is what it is. And then when she was reading you, and I think it, because we're a lot alike, yeah. a lot of the stuff like felt like she was reading me. Yeah. And I, I couldn't gauge your reaction to her. That's what Allie said. Allie was like, dude, what is wrong with you? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, you had a wall up. You were just stone-faced the whole time. Just like, you had this wall up. And I was like, I don't know. I, was like, I think, you know, if I were to have any kind of reading, and I know that that's not a psychic thing. That's a more scientific thing. Yeah. I would try to not block them. Yeah. But I wouldn't give them any Any information or yeah. have let them react. So I feel like I would react. Yeah. Thing. And I, I wasn't necessarily – the way that she was divulging information to me, wasn't like a psychic would. She was just like, "You seem stubborn. You seem this. Blah 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 blah." blah. And you know, and, and she just was. She was just rambling on, which I was just sitting there like, "All right, I'm absorbing it." Like, and I'm not gonna sit there and disagree with anything. Which there's nothing to disagree about with her yeah. necessarily. I mean, what she said was very spot on. 
but you know the reading was interesting but what i found more interesting is after i asked her how she got started and yeah. she went to all kinds of stuff in more detail about how she does what yeah. she does which showed me i would say that walking up to her there was nothing that told me that she would be an expert at what she does. No. But when she talked about it, you knew that she knew she was, yeah. she was talking about Oh, yeah. They're very impressive, I might add. I mean, I was impressed about the stuff she was talking about. I mean, assuming that was true, but I don't see any reason not to think it was true that she's... Nothing was far-fetched about what she said. for kings, or read for kings and, well, and even, for the government. And well, even the, Sonia the said that. Stuff. Yeah. No, she did, but, I mean, that was still not hers. That was still third-party information. Yeah, yeah. And not that I... I don't think anybody in there was not who they said they were. Yeah. But still, you, until you hear someone talk about it in that kind of detail, you still don't know that they know that kind of thing in their head. Yeah. They could just be saying, look at the loop-de-loo on this word, and it means this, and you wouldn't have known whether she knew what she was talking about. Yeah, yeah, true. So... so Great experience with her. You yeah, had I, three readings today. I did. I'm a little I, jealous. I, didn't I divulged. One. Why didn't you do one? I didn't have. Well, it's not that I didn't have the money. I didn't have the cash. Well, I would have thrown down money. <laughs> we had to throw down money for Eric Day to get stumped. Yeah. Um, okay. So the one recording or the one reading that you got, the last reading that yeah. we we didn't know if we were going to even be there for that, but. I it, just was who, name down. It, it was who Allie came there to get a reading from, correct? Yeah, it was the only person Allie came to actually get a reading yeah. from. Yeah. So we didn't get a chance to record this because I was recording with Eric when it started. No, Eric Day, the other Eric. Yeah. Sorry. He's with the numerology guy. He was, I was with the numerology person recording with Eric. But while Eric Innsbrenner got a psychic reading from someone actually working the fair, tell me about that. So, walking by a sign, it said, like, past, ro- past life regeneration or past life intuitive or whatever. Yeah. So, that's always been interesting to me. And no one's ever said anything to me about my past life. So, I was like, what the heck? You know, 20 bucks, I'll drop down real quick. And he went on. It was pretty cool because he went to talk about, you know, being a soldier in World War II, Britain, or British soldier, commando, and all this stuff. How I always accept the challenges. Always need a challenge in front of me to, to move forward and blah blah. And then I mean he he divulged a lot of stuff about my past life, which you know let's just he could be making it all up. Yeah. I mean that, well, I, I mean that's the thing you have no way to verify. I have no it. fucking clue. I just said you know basically I, I said here's twenty bucks fucking tell me a story. You know what I mean like you know but World War Two resonates with me because I have a strong interest in World War Two. That era, and, and you know, maybe a prime military myself as well. But then he goes, you know, Egyptian monk and Persia, this, you know, and he was going in pretty good detail. I mean, just not like, hey, dude, you were a Persian monk, or you know, he was going in detail about different stuff. When I was a spirit, I was a healer, and I was into the Druids, or oh, what was the one? You're into I was, the Druids, or you were a Druid? No, like so. When I was in the Roman. And one of the Roman empires, and I was sent to Celtic England or not, Ireland. I, this might all Celtic be fucked. Something. The Celtic yeah. something. Okay. And there was Druids. I was there to get rid of the Druids, but I was like. So you were fighting against. You were expanding the Roman Empire. Yeah, but I was like interested in Druids, so I was like, you know what? Wait the fuck a second. These Druids are pretty cool because I have some mystic shit going on. Yeah. 
So then he said, basically, you were like, hey, Druid, how do you do what you do? And Druid's like, well, I have to develop this shit for years, but I was impatient and I just wanted to do it, and but couldn't develop my stuff because I was there for another job and went back to Rome. But I've always, so every past life that I've had intertwined something with, you can say, supernatural or mysticism. Is that a word? Is that a word? Mysticism. Mysticism. I threw a C in there yeah. somewhere. Mysticism. Mysticism. Uh, we should make that a thing. Mysticism. Yeah. Put it on a sticker with a, with a wand. But um, Speaking of stickers, I, I gave you a ton of stickers. You gave me a lot of stickers. I'm like, yeah, I need to give you more. And I actually, so I honestly didn't think that anybody would become a Doctor's Minions. I'm a Doctor's Minion. I have to design a shirt now. Yeah. It's going to happen. I'll get it to you soon, but I haven't designed it yet. I have an idea, and I'm not going to tell you what it is because I want you to be impressed when I give it to you. I do want to be impressed. Um, but I, I, I got to make you a shirt and get you a notebook. Yes, you do. Yeah. Doctor's Minion right here. Uh, the only one. The only Doctor's Minion. So basically what I figure is I'm the king of the meat mates. You are, yes. That's, I, mean, I mean, Josh and I are the rulers. Yeah, but then I'm whatever rank you want to call it of the meat mates. Yeah. So, I don't know. You can just give me a rank. I don't know. I don't we'll know. come up with something. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... But anyways, back to Doc's reading. It was... Just past life regeneration, and then he starts going on about me now having these abilities, but I have to be able to want to do it, and I have to, you know, make myself move forward. Right, right. You kind of look like a druid. You got the whole framed up hair around your face. I do. Face. Yeah. I have a beard, and I do. And I have. It's a man bun. It's a man bun. It's you a, know, I gotta say, it's it now. looks a hell of a lot better than the braids. You didn't like the braids? No. I don't think anybody liked the braids. braids. Nobody liked the braids. That was, that was not good. I uh, barely got to sleep my own bed with the braids. So, <laughs> so the fanny pack's okay, but the bra- braids were not. I think the fanny pack would be well more accepted than the, than the braids. The cornrows. They yeah, call the cornrows. They were not just braids. They were cornrows. Yeah, and I went to the Chiefs game. Chiefs versus Titans in the playoff game uh-huh. with the braids on. Oh, I thought it'd be funny. You know what? Nobody was accepting of it. <laughs> Nobody. I got punched. You got punched because of the cornrows. Well, it was after we lost, and then I took my hoodie off underneath my so hoodie. So wait, so wait, they lost then. It's your fault that they lost. Because the cornrows. Probably. The cornrows did it. They might have done it. You know, I'm not going to do it again. Alex Alex Smith is gone. He's gone. And Everything's the, half, everything, like the Marcus, I think half the team's Marcus, fucking gone. Go, yeah, they're all gone because of you. If they would have won and moved, went on and they won the Super Bowl, Basically, they'd probably all still be here. Because of my cornrows. I mean, I don't really care that much about football. I like watching it. I but do. I'm going to blame you and the cornrows. It, I do. It, it really, it was you because you made the decision to get You know them. what? I'm going to go home <laughs> and uh, kick my dog and cry while masturbating with hot sauce All right, because Druid. of this. All right, Druid. So what else did Doc say about Yeah. That's basically it. We went to my past life stuff, which there's a lot of... I was a Persian. Was, everything is about all mysticism. Mysticism. No C in there. and uh, Talking about now that I have abilities, but I just have to accept it and work for, towards them. You know, Marvel has ruined that word. Mrs. Marvel, Susan? no. <laughs> I just ruined it. Abilities. Abilities. Marvel and, and uh, what's the other thing that's kind of ruined the word abilities? I can't think. Oh, I think it was superpowers. Yeah. I wish I had them. <laughs> Ooh, fucking sweet. 
That's All right, well, on. we're going to drink a little bit more and record a little bit more in a few minutes, but I need more if I'm going to do that, so we'll be right back. Bye. All right, so we're at KC Metaphysical Fair, and we ran into somebody we know, actually, and why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, this is Ellie Westrick with Apex Paranormal. And is this the first time you've been here to this event? No, um, I've been here the past couple of years. Yeah? Yes. With a, with a booth? <laughs> no, um, I'll visit other readers out here because even readers need readings. Yeah. So. <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about you and how you got started in all this metaphysical stuff and okay. your abilities. I don't really know what to call them. Do you call them abilities? I call them abilities, gifts, whatever. Um, well... Gosh, well, I'm the psychic medium for Apex, and I do the walkthroughs at the locations for them, and remote viewing also for them, and I've been involved with, gosh, anything psychic all of my life. Um, I've been reading Tarot professionally for nine years, eight or nine years, and I've been doing paranormal investigating for about six years um, with another group prior to Apex as well. Yeah. The remote viewing has always interested me. So, like, how does that necessarily work? To, to, say, if you're, if I'm, if I'm the investigator, do I need to be at the place? Do you feed off my energy, or energy's feeding off me, or could I just be like, hey, what's going on at the Sally House right now, or at, or insert any haunted location? I guess. Um, it works in a few different ways. Generally, I will get a text or a message from one of my teammates saying, hey, we've got an investigation coming up. What can you tell us about it? That's all the information I get. So I'll usually pick up, and we can, you know, just, I don't have to be there. Um, I could just be at my apartment, and I'll exactly. just pick up something, like some small bit of information will come to me, and then it kind of starts to branch out, and then I'll start to pick up other things, and they're connected to other things. And so I'll just get it in bits and pieces, but it kind of fits together in yeah. a way. And so then I'll get other messages with that. Where does that kind of information come from? Is it just out there? Do you pull it from somewhere, or does it just find you? It's kind of, it can be any of those and all of those. Um, I kind of tune into, like, a frequency, like, um, it's kind of like a radio frequency where I just kind of tune in and I start to pick up information on it. I almost have to, like, flip a switch in my brain because I don't focus on it all the time. I'll be turned off or whatever, and then if they need me then I'll flip that back on and then I can start to intuit things so sometimes the information is given to me with Beatty I feel like uh, Beatty Mansion where we investigate in St. Joe that information that was the best walkthrough I've ever done best remote view I've ever done that information was given to me by the spirits at Beatty they wanted me to know things so I knew very specific things I knew people's names um, how people died what's still there so in that instance it was given to me yeah yeah, because kind of going off the energy type deal, like bef before I have an investigation, I would consider myself like pumped or, I mean, the days before the investigation, I should say, like I will have weird dreams, can't sleep, things will go missing in my house, I'll hear footsteps go up down the stairs, my dog will see something, stuff around me personally will start acting up. So, you know, I, I, it's all energy, we're all connected with energy, so that's kind of where I was going with the remote viewing type deal because, I mean, I might be an empath or whatever I might have I could pick up on some sort of energies I just don't know it yet but when I know that I'm going to go to a location I know that stuff around me picks up quite a bit 
prior to that. So Yes, and mm -hmm. actually that's very common among investigators that I'm noticing because I've had that too, and I found out that Apex also experienced that. There are warnings. Yeah. I think when you're focused in on a location before you go, you might be thinking about it, therefore inadvertently tapping into that space, mm -hmm. that energy. Yeah. And then you can pull things in from that place into your space, and then you will have the dreams and stuff starts disappearing and things like that. And I think a lot of investigators, too, have abilities, and that's why they're in the field. They just don't realize it, so there's even more of an attraction to that energy. Cause it's like, I'm sorry, because it's just like every time I go to a place, I, I learn a little bit more either about myself or about another investigator or about a, a certain aspect of the paranormal. It's almost like a drug. You want to know more. So you want to, if I have a an ability I want to develop it further, whatever that might be, either be talking to people, sensing spirits, or listening to spirits, or whatever it might be. So, like I said, it's just, I keep, keep, got to keep going, and got to keep growing type deal. I was going to ask you, um, do you think anybody can have these sort of gifts? Or do you think some people don't have that ability to even grow to that point? I think everyone has the capacity to. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it's genetic. Uh, I don't know. But I think everyone kind of has a predisposition to it. Is and genetic? Do you have Yeah, I do, but they're not as strong as I am, in a sense. Um, they, and they do other things. Everyone's got different sort of abilities. So, like, my secondary is actually mediumship. I'm a primary psychic, so... Um, I'm not as strong as a medium, but, you know, some other person in my family might be. So, or they might do astral travel or something like that. So, I think that if people really want to develop it, and especially with investigators, uh, to just be open to it and to research it and to try it out. I didn't know I could remote view until someone's like, why don't you just try it? I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you have to be careful, of course, because once you open that door, there's no closing that door. And there are things you have to be careful of. Well, I have a personal question sure. about myself. Um, I have been told by a lot of different <coughs> mediums or psychics that I should start down that path. But I don't know where to start, and I don't know if I want to start yet. I was going to say, there's a block there. I don't think that you necessarily want to go down that road because yeah. of the things that you could potentially run into because you're familiar with yeah. what you could run into. But you could do it if you decided to. I don't think you kind of want to at this point. No, no. That's why that really block is there, yeah. yeah. But I do think, honestly, that I've had instances recently in the last couple of years that I haven't been able to stop from happening. Okay. Uh, Not, nothing, well, only one negative thing. Most of it's just picking up on stuff recently. But. Okay. Well, and when you're an investigator and in that environment, you're always open to it, and it kind of it makes you more open to it, like it attracts it in a way. So that's probably why you have those experiences. They're hard to stop, and it's depending on where it's coming from, too. The synchronicities and things like that are like messages, uh, spiritual messages for you, so you can't really cut those off. If you were having experiences with something negative, there are things you could do. You'd have to create boundaries and protections and things like that to kind of stop that from happening. Um. Let's ask about Apex. How did Apex come? How did you start working with them? It's so weird. Um, I've been on Facebook for a long time, and I had like 200 friends, and all of a sudden my Facebook just blew up for no reason. I have no idea what happened, and they found me. Um, Sean found me and contacted me through Facebook Messenger, 
and he was kind of like test. He was like, well, you know, so you do this and this, and that's when he's like, well, we have a location, and it turns out that was Beatty Mansion. And so he asked me to do a remote view for Beatty. And I didn't know it was a mansion. I didn't know it was in St. Joe. I didn't know anything. And then all, all this information started coming through, and I was getting it faster than I could type it out. And he, he was like, I can't believe this. You know, I can't believe you're, you know all this without knowing anything. So that's when I went on the actual walkthrough with them and picked up on Eliza's and all that stuff. Um, and then I started doing other investigations with them, and then they asked me to join. What have you done? What have you done since then? Because I was there. Yes. What have you done since then? And you left before the night. Yes. And if I remember right, you didn't want to stay into the night. I don't. Right. Do you, I, do you not do that now? Or? You I don't. Get there, didn't you? Uh, no, the, was the day that was the day. Yeah, that yeah, was, was the weekend. Yeah, that was the day you were supposed to go. Yeah. I was there and I got sick and left. But yeah. I don't sleep at the locations. And with Beatty in particular, uh, it turns into a different animal when the sun goes down. Yeah. I mean, there's activity during the day and you can feel it when you walk in, but it just, it's really hella scary at night. Yeah. So I don't stay at locations. And when you're sleeping at the location, you're more vulnerable. Oh, yeah. I've had spiritual attack at night, so I just don't. Which makes it very inconvenient when they do other things out of town because if I go, I have to find other accommodations. So um, I did a Malvern investigation with them. Um, what did you think about Malvern? Malvern is, I, I picked up a negative attachment from Malvern. Yeah. You Mal picked up a negative attachment, followed you home? Or? Yeah, followed me oh home. Um, Malvern my is. Norm, my normal co host is Josh. Oh, yeah, I know Josh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, well, he was at the conference. Too, so. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't make it down because he has the flu. Oh, dang so it! He's the oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, I know both of you. So yeah, I've, been out. To, I've been up to Malvern lots of times, and it's different every time. It seems like. Yeah, and that was the first time I had been there, uh, and their remote view for it was pretty scary. And I knew going in that there was a lot of dark stuff, and I was kind of scared of that too. And I, I typically don't do the investigation portion. Yeah. Of, um, but I stayed for a little bit, and I'm wishing I hadn't. And I, after like 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, I got to get out of here. I feel like something's breathing down my neck. I can't handle this. Yeah. And I left. I mean, I just couldn't and do it. You said I followed you home. They're like, what? Mm -hmm. Did you get rid of it, or I mean, sh I did. It, it, or? it was with me for about a month. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, I got rid of it. I have to get rid of things on my own, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but so when you get rid of it, does there's also many questions you could ask? Like, does it go back to Malvern, or do you? Do you I didn't send it to Malvern. Yeah, I didn't send it to wherever. I mean, I don't want to get into it if it's too, if it's a personal thing that you do. Like, I, I just I've always heard of entities following somebody home, and right. then they have to do their own deal with it them themselves, or call somebody in to help them out. Right. Obviously, you know, you have the gifts and abilities, so you might have to call anybody in, but. Does it just scurry back to where it came from? or? Well, the thing with negative attachments is the goal for the attachment is to infiltrate the body, to mm -hmm. get jumped in a way. And some people get jumped and it doesn't stay in the body. It leaves. Mm -hmm. It'll just jump at a location. Mm -hmm. So you get hijacked for a little while. Yeah. Um, but sometimes when they, when they follow investigators home, you'll see activity in the house. Mm -hmm. Eventually, you'll stop noticing the activity, but you feel different because it's gotten inside yeah. of you. So I have had people help me remove attachments. I have a voodoo priest, a Reiki people, um, 
people, people who just work in the spiritual, but I've learned how to kind of get rid of those on my own and kind of push them out. Okay. It involves prayer, actually, yeah. and calling down angels and saying, this being is not allowed to be inside of me. It needs to leave now. Take it away. And then they take it. And you can feel it leave your body. It's a really weird experience. Um, I don't know where they take it. I don't know if it goes yeah. back to the location. I don't know if it goes on another plane. That realm or whatever. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of not my call. Yeah. <laughs> so as long as it's gone. As long as it's gone. Yeah. Right. So what do you have coming up with Apex? And then I know you've done a panel recently yes. with, at Aquarius. Do you have anything like that coming up? Um, I don't. I did the I do the um, psychic panel for Aquarius. That's once a year in January. This was my second year. Um, I did my first year at the Kansas City Dowsing Society, um, and then they asked me back to present, and they've asked me to come back just to do some other things, but I don't know what those things are quite yet. Um, I don't have anything coming up yet, though, as far as that goes. Uh, psychic panels usually happen in January, February. Um, with Apex, uh, we've got our big thing at the end of May at Beatty Mansion with uh, the Wraith Chasers. Uh, so you can still, I think you can still get tickets for that if you're on Facebook. You can just go to the Apex Paranormal page and find a link to that, that to get tickets. That should be really fun. Yeah. I'm excited to meet them. Our, so Apex has booked a spot to speak at the conference, the Kansas City Paranormal Conference. Are you going to be a part of that? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> if they want me to, I'm always happy to speak to, to help out. I love I love to talk about this stuff. I could do it all day. So I mean, if they want well, me to, we have months. I'll push them on getting getting you in with them. Yay! All right, <laughs> sweet. All right. Anything else you want to say to our audience before? Oh, just thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for Great show. Out. Oh yeah. <laughs> So prior to me doing readings, mm -hmm. I'll ask my spirit guides to connect with whoever I'm reading for spirit guides to see what messages I can get for you. Okay. And I'll like knock or blow on these to get the energy out. Some people use sage, candlelight, mm -hmm. whatever. These are kind of awkward. They're so big. Okay, go ahead and shuffle these a few times and think if you have a question or questions, think of those while you're shuffling. Not a good shuffler. It's okay, you don't have to do it any specific way. I tried shuffling at work the other day when they were playing card games. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's <laughs> a coil, right? Yeah. Okay, now make three piles. And which one do you want me to use? Okay. So are we on already or do you are we, are we recording? It is recording. Okay. Oh it is? Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna do Celtic Cross, uh, which is a ten card spread. I don't read reversals. And I've never, this is a brand new deck, I just opened it literally today, so. It looks like these are all major arcanas. I'm using the Good Tarot by Colette Baron reed Which 
With the things that, what I'm getting right away. There are oppositions in your life with the things that you want to do. There are people opposing you for whatever reason. They have their own personal beliefs and it kind of gets in the way of what you're trying to accomplish and what you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, that's that's like your that's a, that's a major block for you. That's kind of a big deal. That's a major hindrance. Um, we have the fool in the center as where you're at now. The what? The, the fool. Oh. The fool is like the first uh, the first card in the deck. The very beginning stages of starting on a new path of starting something that you want to do that you're excited about. You have to be a little bit careful because the fool can get carried away. But I feel like this is this is something within you that's calling to come out, um, and I feel like you've felt this for at least a week. <laughs> um, but even maybe before that, like the inner workings of it started. But you've really felt it calling you for about the past week, and it's something that you can't ignore, mm -hmm. and you're not supposed to ignore. But you're you're facing all this opposition. Um, we have the Hierophant crossing you, that's your block. I feel like there's traditional things that come up that are, are also a block, like traditional belief systems, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the other thing, it's like what do you believe in? Um, how is this blocking you? you any, anybody who has abilities has to come to terms with um, your spirituality. What do you believe in, what do you don't believe in? Do you think that what you're doing is evil or wrong or, or, or that you're actually helping people and you're exactly. on the side of light. So you have to, and you will, every, every person who uh, has abilities has to pick a side, light or dark, you have to pick a side. Um, again, we have like the high priestess, so like the hierophant and the high priestess, the hierophant is all about like um, earth-based spiritual or religious things, people, situations the high priestess is all about the spiritual side of it so you have like this balance so subconscious in your subconscious mind this could be coming out in your dreams I mean this this is something that you're thinking about on a very deep level this is your soul's calling I feel like for you you're gonna have to do some inner searching and maybe talk to some other spiritual people other readers and maybe even have a mentor to kind of guide you through this process and I think you know that already but it's like when the student is ready the teacher appears I feel yeah. like that's that's part of it um, in your immediate past we have the Empress and we also have the Emperor so we have a couple here but we'll get to that this card influences your whole reading Sometimes what comes to this point influences your whole reading. Um, this feels like your wife to me. This card represents pregnancy, um, but also, not that she's pregnant now. <laughs> not that she's pregnant now. Um, but almost like this may have been, because I know that she was pregnant not that long. I don't know. Um, but it's almost like that that also kind of triggered triggered this so whatever your whatever your 
going through, there was some kind of catalyst that started that brought all this about within you spiritually. Hmm. Did you have a daughter? I have one. Okay. Was she the most recent? Mm -hmm. You two are um, connected. My daughter and I? Yeah. yeah. You're spiritually connected. You've known each other in previous lives. Really? There's Yes. Um, that's why you have a very special bond, a very specific bond. She might be a catalyst for you in other ways in your life. Mm -hmm. Consciously, the Emperor... <laughs> the Emperor is the Aries card. The Emperor is all about maintaining control and checks and balances. I feel like with all of this spiritual energy with the High Priestess in your subconscious, the Emperor is trying to make sense of it and make it practical and what's real and what's not real. Again, there's like this questioning of yourself in what do I believe, what's really happening, um, what can I handle? Because you were raised to be very 3D based, very in this realistic realm. Exactly. But all of this spiritual stuff is happening and coming forward and you're like, how do I how do I balance this out and what's real and what's not? And you can't just so you know you can't control what's happening. You yeah. can't control it. You can try but you can't. This is maintaining um, structure and having a plan and all of this. This is your conscious. This this could screw this up. <laughs> don't don't let it do that. Let things flow to you. Let the synchronicity happen. In your immediate future, the fortunes wheel. So um, there's more synchronicity coming. They're gonna the spirits are gonna show you which direction you need to go. You need to look for signs. This is um, fortune falling in your favor. There's destiny involved here. Things are gonna happen in the way that they need to. I feel like you're you're stuck. You feel stuck in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. This will unstick you. The feeling of that feeling of stuckness mm -hmm. is all about your emperor trying to again control or change, but you're going to have to be I feel like I'm reading for myself. You you're going to have to be more of a receptive let things come to you. Okay. Okay. But this is a good card. This is good luck. This is destiny. You see yourself as the hermit, which is odd, <laughs> but it makes sense. The hermit is about pulling back, looking within. Um, it's a spiritual card also. Um, finding, finding the light within you that you need to follow. But I don't, you know, your personality is very outgoing, but it's like actually you, you can go back and forth between hermit and outgoing that you're retreating back to kind of gain your energy, gain your balance, your strength. You're figuring yourself out. I feel like there's just so much that you want to say. You're looking for guidance, but there's like almost there's so much that you want to say that you have to get off your chest that you need to talk about. Cuz you've just started talking about this your inner stuff going on, your spirituality. So now it's like you have you have the questions and you want more knowledge. Again, you find that knowledge through 
mentors through, through research, books, you know, readings, things like that. You'll figure it out. I'm not worried about that at all. Other people see you as strength. You are very strong. Um, you're very much a protector in a lot of ways, and even spiritually so. That people trust you. That trust is very important. Um, but from a spiritual standpoint, I feel like you have the ability to protect not only yourself, but other people, which is huge. I mean, you could get to a point where you're able to move spirits over, cross them over, do really? cleansings, clearings. Yeah. I'm not even capable of that. I don't, have really? that. I don't have that ability. I can sense if they're there, but I can't move them on. I feel like you could move them on. Really? Yeah. That's what I... When you were asking me what what inner what direction do I want to go with this, yeah. like, that's when I want to be able to connect, bridge, bridge, move them, on. move them on to where they need to be. Not everyone has. We all have different abilities, and not everyone has that ability. But you do. You do have it. Your hopes or fears is the chariot, which is kind of funny because it's like a hope and a fear for you. The chariot's all about moving forward, and um, but it's about being successful. Sometimes it's competitive. But it's all about movement, and this could even be a physical move. I don't know if you're thinking about physically moving, or if that's thought. We're, as a, we're renovating the house to move. To move into? Yeah. Okay. I feel like, yeah, but side I, note, the renovations might be yeah. kind of tricky, but it'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a project. It's a project. Um, but. Again, you're going to have to get rid of you're going to have to get rid of your fears here to move forward with something. So again, it's a hope and a fear of I, I feel like you don't want to move too fast. That you'll get yourself into something that you don't want to be in, but I don't I don't see that happening. I think you'll be fine. Your overall outcome, um, I pulled two cards. Uh, one is clarifying the other, so I have love here, and then the other one is hanged man, which is very similar to hermit. So love being in your overall outcome this has to do with not only your relationships that need to foster this spirituality that's coming out in you and the love of your friends and you know all of that it's a lot about self-love and getting to know yourself and do you love that part of yourself and love is also connected to God source spirit what is your connection like with God source spirit do you trust that um, do you feel that love because you have to have this to do everything else especially to move spirits forward this energy love energy is the highest form of energy and then this work moving spirits over is like one of the most difficult things that you can do, so you have to have an abundance of love to be able to do it. That's connecting to source directly. There's a lot of lions in your reading. I don't know what sign you are. A Libra. A Libra, okay, so I was thinking a Leo, but I mean, you have a lion here, and another lion here, and another lion here. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, again, lion is strength. Um, so, Hanged man, you're gonna. This is a journey for you. This isn't gonna be something that's you know starts today. The hanged man is all about. It's a lot like the hermit. It's all about reflection, not taking action, 
but you're thinking about things. You have to look at things from a different perspective to move forward. Until you get this right in your head and feel good about it, nothing will happen. So this is a lot of self-work that you have to do to get to this place that you want to be. Um, but it's a card of pause and non-action. You're going to be going within even more. And it may be after you connect with spirit that you have to process this because that's a lot of energy. You're going to have to kind of work through that. But I mean, again, this is a journey for you. This will take a while. Yeah. So what questions do you have for me or did I answer your questions? Yeah. So this is the most accurate thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Like crazy weird. So let's start here. Okay. I'll do a recap for you. Okay, good. So would you have these two cards and what what did you say about so this one was the uh, the Hierophant, the religious card. Yeah. See, this is one where you're talking about, you know, people's idea of religion, and then I have the spiritual one, and I might have to... So, basically, I have people's opinions of what I should do and what I sh how I should be or what I should believe in, and I got my own, basically, I don't fall into a Catholic, I don't fall into a Christian, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm open to whatever is going to appeal to me, not mm. appeal to me, but talk to me, whatever. Right, makes sense to you. Makes yeah. sense to me. And then you come over here, you talk about my wife being pregnant, this morning she told me she might be pregnant. So. <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, she's pregnant, she's not pregnant. She told us she might be pregnant. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is definitely my... Your like, catalyst. Yeah. yeah, me and her. I thought, you know, me and my, my, my son and I were close, but my daughter and I were, she's two and a half, but me and her just, yeah, over the pieces. What's this one? I can't read it. The emperor, the control. So I'm always trying to control. I'm always second guessing. Mm -hmm. So when you go back to here, to my spirituality mm -hmm. and how it's trying to lead me, I second guess because I'm trying to control it. Right. So I'm always. I'm, I'm very bad about it. I'm second guessing. I'm like, no, that's not that. I didn't hear that, or I didn't see that, or, you know, what, what. trying to debunk everything that's spiritual, and then I'm trying to, while also trying to get answers from the spiritual side, so it's, yeah. they're just you working can't to people. You can't do yeah, it. Yeah, you can't do both. So I'm always second guessing, and I'm also trying to keep, create structure. And then I, this one you read? Uh, the Wheel of Fortune, Destiny. Yeah, so I, I want to be successful in just life. And that's not like, hey, let me win the lottery tonight. Let's. Mm -hmm. let, I don't. I want to be able to provide for my family, provide for my kids. I want to be able to do what makes me happy. That's to me, that's success. It's not driving the fanciest cars. It's yeah. whatever. It's your kids are taken care of, my wife's taken care of. I'm happy. There's no stress. This is the big one, the hermit, mm -hmm. because people give me crap all the time because I always see the outgoing side of me. Yeah. But I stay home a lot. Yeah. I don't go out. I stay home. I recharge. People. Where's your funny videos at? What, how can we not do anything funny? How can we not do anything stupid? I'm like, and I, do you know who, um, I'm sure you do, what's his name? Uh, not Chevy Chase, um, Steve Martin? Yeah. You know how he's a funny guy? Yeah. He's a hermit too. He stays home, reads books, and does stuff, but then, you know, he, he's a performer or whatever. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a performer, but people expect a lot out of me. When I, but then I go home, I regroup, I research, and I recharge or whatever, and then I, go out or then but then also second guess myself too different places yeah. and the strength I mean I you say people see strength in me that's then you kind of just go through here
and it's true. It's like I gotta find the love. I gotta so it all clicks into what I want to do. Yeah. But you need to go within, and you can't worry about what other people are gonna try and impose on you. And you will always have that fight. Good. And the thing that you're talking about, you said you've been thinking about this, talking about this for the past week, maybe before then, but real, really this past week. Mm -hmm. So like the stupid videos I do and the paranormal, like I love the paranormal, people think I'm funny and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So for the past, the paranormal, the paranormal world, which you're aware of, it's, it's so criticized by everybody inside the paranormal plus people outside the paranormal. Yeah. So if I stray away from the the right way of doing an investigation, you know, Apex, nothing against them. They, they, they're rigorous with, they have, you know, Elijah will have an itinerary of what we're yes. going to do, mm -hmm. you know. Just, that's great. That's why I like one of the people who like to see how they do stuff. Jason, he's a, he's a wanderer. He just wanders around, does his own thing. And that's mm -hmm. great, too. But what I wanted to do is not make a parody of it, but I wanted to go in, go to a town, talk to people, get their, you know, whatever. Maybe have one guy go out, one team, he goes out and get information about a, a location, people talk to him, whatever, and then me just stay completely blind to it. And then we go in, and not like Amy Allen's, like, Dead Files, but go in and, you know, whatever I feel. I don't know anything about the place, but whatever I feel. But it's also lighthearted, not scary, where, you know, we're drinking, too. Like, we're not getting hammered drunk. But it's called Ghost Buzz. It's just, you know, where we go out and have a drink, whatever. And it's a fun time. It's not scary, you know, but it might be a section where there's a coming to Jesus moment where it's just like, dude, there's something here. Like, it's a little boy's pulling, you know, and then, you know, I've had that before where I thought a little kid was calling me his dad or whatever, and I start breaking out crying. Yeah. And I had, you know, I was with two other mediums and crossed him over. Well, they, don't, they did or I did or whatever, but mm -hmm. I saw a light that wasn't there. So, yeah. You know, but different aspects of that, but people are like, no, dude, you got to take this stuff seriously. You can't do this and do that. And like, well, why couldn't I get drink and get loose and then go and do this and whatever? There's an issue, though, with your ability in drinking yeah. that you have to address because it will weaken it will weaken your ability and it will make you vulnerable on top of it. Yeah. That's one, that's, that's one of the big things, too, to make the, the vulnerability out vulnerability of it yeah of being and you have to be vulnerable and maybe you're thinking of using the alcohol as a way to keep your strength or to keep the wall up yeah but in the end it will hurt you more than help you really but I mean it's good to keep things the light energy to keep things lighthearted and funny I agree with that 100% mm -hmm. it's just how you do it and I think that you could become an Amy Allen type of person mm -hmm over time I mean that's what I do that's yeah. how I you know that's how I do walkthroughs you can you will do that you will get to that point really? yes that'd be nice and I think you'll find it's different than kind of what you think it is now you're gonna change you're you like a lot of other people are in the middle of a transformative process spiritually and an awakening of sorts that a lot of people are going through a part of you will change but that's good yeah yeah so I gotta find a mentor what it said, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm always willing to, if you have any questions, I'm always willing to help. Just be like on Facebook, hey, Ali. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> I'm seeing ghosties. <laughs> well, no. I, think, I think because you're presenting strong to me as a medium and because you're open to this now and you're looking at this in real life in a, in a 3D way, mm. you'll start to encounter more. That door is now open. That's good. 
so you'll start to see things. So if you see anything, now because you're already working in this field, you already know, but if you start to see things and you're like, what does this mean? I can help you through that. Okay, awesome. Definitely, but you're headed in a great direction. I'm very excited for you. You just have to come to terms with, with everything, balance Stop everything out. guessing myself. That's right, you have to trust in what you, the information that you are given, and you even have to trust yourself and know to say, this is what I see. You have to say it. That's like the most important thing. Yeah, because I just, I'll block it or I'll say, yes, or that's not, that's not what I'm thinking. That's not what I see. But the times I've done it, like the Sally house, mm -hmm. before I even knew anything, I said, there's a woman upstairs. She's humming and she's wearing like a salmon pink dress. And she's looking out the window, you know? Yeah. And they, people were like, you well, I, you know? And then I drew a picture of it. I'm like, okay, yeah, people said they've seen that. And I drew a picture of the old man, and then it looked kind of like what the only picture we had of the old guy that lived there. That's something wow. Back to, you know. you see. But what I see contradicts what other people see. Not see, but stories. You know what I mean? Because the house is a well-known place. I'm like, oh, I don't think he's evil. I think he's just a grumpy old man. I like to see a guy in the... He won't follow me into a room, but every time I go to another room, he'll be in another room. Like, my, you know, you know, like kind of like Scooby Doo, yeah. meddling kids. You know, <laughs> whatever. Like, he's not evil. No, there's evil. There's evil in that house. I didn't see it. Yeah, and you have to trust what you see. Yeah. You can't listen to other people because sometimes other people believe they have ability and, and they don't yeah. necessarily, or they think that they do, but they don't. It yeah. just depends, or they don't have that specific gift. Yeah. But here's the thing. Okay, when I do remote views. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I video them and send them to Apex and for them to review, but they'll be like, no, this is nothing like what we're doing. Really? But I find out later, like the next investigation that they do, I totally nailed it on that really? remote view. So I will read into the future. Or we did, um, we did an investigation at the Wyeth Tootle Mansion in St. Joe, uh -huh. and I kept seeing somebody who I thought was poisoned. A woman who was poisoned and people were like no there hasn't been a poisoning but we later I later found out that a woman that had passed away there had some kind of sepsis or something or some kind of illness that mimicked poison oh really so even though they were telling me no I'm like well this is what I see and I have to trust that and yeah. that's like the biggest most important thing yeah. that you have to do trust what you're seeing trust what you see even if people say no well then you say well that's what I'm getting because sometimes it's not in the history books yeah and it, it did happen yeah it's true. So, and for you, it's going to be a lot of practice because you can remote view. I know you can. So, you have to start there and just it'll yeah, try it. It'll, I know yeah, that you just before. that's that's the only thing. Just because you've never done it doesn't mean you can't do it. So you have to try things. Yeah, it's super important. Give hell. I think I'm going to try to open the door. Well, the door's open. The door's open. I think I'm just going to let things walk through. <laughs> I was going to, like I said, this is the big thing. I'm like, I'm second guessing. I'm so apprehensive. Of that's your Libra nature is yeah here mm -hmm. here's what I believe or you know here's what mm -hmm. other people think I should believe and that the resistance I'm getting from mm -hmm. the opposition opposition so do I really want to take that jump into what I want to do my spirituality open you know doors open yeah but do I want to go into it because if I know if I go into it the more opposition is going to come out and how am I going to handle it in the future type deal but now I think that since I've slowly done it in the past, mm -hmm. where I've explored options and mm -hmm. different things, and I took a break, and I explored options, and I kind of took a break, now I'm resurging, and I feel the energy back again. 
which there's no re that's all spirit right there that's they that's tell me when they want to do what want me want to do stuff but now I think I got the full push to like let's just let's just do this let's just dive in mm -hmm. and whatever happens yes and like, the opposition you're always gonna have opposition you're always gonna have people that don't believe you or you know they they go against you or whatever but you can't listen to that. I don't focus on that at all, at all. I don't yeah. pay any attention because most of the time those people don't understand anything about what I do and how I do it. I just don't listen anymore yeah. and it doesn't affect me. It used to offend me so it doesn't anymore. Yeah. And I had a priest from the Archdiocese call me evil, but I was an evil person. Really? A priest, yes. So you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that, but then I realized the more we talked that he just didn't understand me. He didn't know where I was coming from yeah. because he's not a spiritualist yeah. he's not psychic he doesn't know so you know I and I had to work through that and I had to work through these demons and figure out it's like well, okay what do I believe in what do I don't am I an evil person or am I not an evil person so mm -hmm. um, I've worked through all of that and now I'm moving forward so I don't pay attention to all these people and all these, the negativity right because they don't understand they don't know you got to listen to yourself this is your truth right here Awesome. Quit, quit naysaying yourself. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Listen to it. See what happens. Most scary. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Anytime. Anytime. Awesome. Awesome. That's all you had. You didn't have any more questions? No. I mean, I guess we kind of nailed it. Like, like in the future, where do you see me? I guess. Not so much in the paranormal or spiritual work, or just in general. I mean, can you see that at all? How, like, how far down the road? Wow, well, I just got a vision of you. Um, it depends on where you want to go, but when you get through this phase of change and transition, uh, I see you going into healing work. Uh, you could be doing readings for people also, and in the paranormal, you'll be doing like what I do. Really? Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. But it's good that you know the technical side of investigating. Yeah. And then to have the spiritual base on top of that, that's yeah. like, you know, double threat there. It's like you can do both. So it will really help you with understanding the paranormal. And then you can do spiritual work with crossing spirits over, and I do see you doing that. But you're, you're going to change, you're, but in a good way. You're, you're evolving. That's it's good. an evolution. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah. All good things for you, really. Yeah. But yeah, it's all decision. The thing with Tarot is that um, it is, it's flexible and it changes and it moves. So this is the path that you're on now, but things can shift and move. Um, so these readings aren't long, long, long term. They're just kind of short term. I feel They're like this right may now. be like three months, and even that's a long time for a Tarot reading. But yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So it depends which direction you want to yeah, head well, into. Well, if you ever have any insight or whatever, get, oh, absolutely. Let me know. Hit me up on Facebook or I can give you the number and you can text me or whatever. But okay. just let me know. Yeah, yeah. And if you any have tips any tips or I mean tips, but and you can come to me and say, hey, I I feel like maybe I should go in this direction. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you think? Or can you tell me more about it? I can do that for you. So. We're, you know, I don't want to infringe on Apex's thing because that's what they're doing. Their own, they got their own stuff they do. But if yes. they call you to do. A reading on a place. Mm -hmm. After you do that, maybe you can call me. See if yeah. I can pick up on the same thing. That would be great. Or and that's, whatever, that's you know. another way too for to validate. Yeah. 
um, myself and you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that would definitely work in conjunction, so we can definitely do yeah. that. Just to see. That Just to mean, see. That would help me out, get something under my belt. I mean, I could be totally wrong on some stuff, but... It doesn't matter if you're wrong, and technically you're not you're not ever wrong. It's uh, weird. It's yeah. hard to explain, but um, yeah, we can definitely do yeah. that. Awesome. Yeah. I don't think I have any questions. you think there's a baby in the future? I'm not sure. It's funny. Normally I can pick up on that pretty easy. I'm not sure. I think that you will have another one, though. I don't know how soon. But I think you will have another one. I think she wants another one. Yeah. We're she both. loves being a mom. Oh yeah. Like that's her that's why she came to this earth in this spirit, like to have kids. There's something there, but there's something not there. It's very strange. I can't even explain that. Might not be fucking twins. <laughs> Do twins run in your family? No, I don't okay. think so. I hope not. I, I'm not worried she about. She really wants twins real bad. I'm like, I can't, I can't control that. So. No, I don't think it's twins. It could be that she's not pregnant right now, but she could be very soon. It could be one of those. There's some kind of. She's going through transition also, is what I'm hearing. But I think you will have another one. Do you have how many do you have now? Three? Two. Two? Oh, that's a three. <laughs> that card she is had a three. A, she had a miscarriage. Okay. But, but it wasn't like a real it wasn't like a real miscarriage. They're all miscarriages. But they're different levels of Yeah, they said this the body act like it was pregnant, but it was never it was like a cluster of cells. It was never a I don't know I don't understand. I wonder it. if that's what I'm seeing. Because mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like an actual yeah. It feels like a spirit, but not an actual being. Yeah. To me, that feels like there's one more that wants to come through. Mm -hmm. So, yep, I, I think it will happen, but I'm not sure when exactly. Yeah. Well, that'd be crazy if she is. I know, right? <laughs> we have it recorded. We have it documented. Like, damn it, Allie. <laughs> All this requires of you is just practice. If practice I would, I would start. Yes, I would start. What you could do is you could get a deck and then you could start practicing on people and see the accuracy. That would be a good way to gauge yourself. And what you pick up on. Exactly. It will teach you how to tune into someone else's energy. Mm -hmm. It will train you. Yeah. So that might not be a bad idea. Because I already feel empathic. To people. Mm -hmm. Like I know, I know whether that's paranormal or not, but. It, Spiritual, definitely. Yeah. Part of your ability, definitely. Yeah, I can definitely pick up on anger, sadness, apprehension from people and in mm -hmm. it's a place that has nothing. Yeah, environment. Right. Yeah. That's why you need to recharge. You're like me. You have to kind of step back away from people because you'll soak up all that stuff, all that yeah. energy from people. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Tell me to a place on what, you know, Western Missouri? Oh, yeah. All the cute little shops. Yeah. My wife likes to go there and stuff. You know? You hardly buy anything. We just look at a bunch of whatever. All the shops are fine. There was one shop, and I just kind of feel like I feel like I'm in a crowded room with people. Like I'm just like freaking out, kind of like, like what's going on? Then I go upstairs. There's nobody in there upstairs. There's some stuff on the table, so I'm just like, what's going on? 
I gotta have a, like a panic attack, anxiety panic attack. Okay. I'm like I'm freaking out. Swabs, like, what's going on? I go, there's something here. Like, I feel like something wants my attention. She's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I don't know. I feel like there's just there's something here. She's she was like, I was just talking like a gibberish. I was like, something either wants me here, don't want me, either excited that I'm here or mad that I'm here. I don't, I can't tell. So put your hand on my chest. My heart is like, boom, 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 boom. I said, I gotta go. As soon as I stepped out of the building, I was fine. I was like that. I can't remember which building it was now, but it was the craziest thing ever. And when you feel something like that, the first thing you can ask is, you ask yourself, is, is this the building or is there an object in here that is, yeah. I'm getting this from? And that's how you narrow things down when you do remote views. Yeah, on the one, I know you channel your spirit energies or spirit guide. Is uh -huh. your spirit guide? Whatever. Do you know? Do you call them by the name? Do they have a name? Um. Do you know? I asked because there was one medium that I knew, and she's all about spirit guides. Okay. She has names, and you have to ask your spirit guide. And it could be a person that, it could be a person, or it could be like an energy, or you know. And I was, that's the kind of road I was going down before. I was like, who's my spirit guide? Like, I want to know who my spirit guide is. I want to know the way I can connect with the person or whoever it is and stuff. Do I connect the spirit guide or do I connect just with energy or what? You can connect in whatever way that you feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. there, it, I mean, this, this is a very open thing. It's all about how you feel about it, um, what feels right to you and what doesn't. Um, I don't even feel my spirit guides. I've been told I have um, five angels or, around me, and then I have uh, two spirit guides, a male and a female. One even presented as a tiger, really? and it's called Tiger. <laughs> um, and I can't remember the female's name, but I don't, um, I don't feel them. I don't feel them around me. I can tell other people sometimes, but it's like, I ha it's like I have blinders on when really? it comes to myself. Yeah, sometimes with things, because your ego gets in the way, so it's hard to know. Yeah. There is one definitely around you. Um, and it's arguable if they have genders, but she feels more female to me. But it's like, she's part of your spirit group. Um, you've known her before in previous lives, but she happens to be on the other side right now. You two might have been married at one point. Really? I feel like she's the one that's kind of watching out for you right now. That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's similarities between your wife and her, actually, which is why you were drawn to your wife in this life, because she reminded you of that her. That's all I have right now, but I think you're going to acquire more as I go. As you go because you're going to need it. Yeah. You will need that protection with especially what you're going to be doing with the living and those who have crossed over. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I'm willing to do it. Yeah, you're ready definitely. Yeah. Maybe you write me a book. I don't know. <laughs> you could. Yeah. I've everyone's like you're supposed to write a book. I'm like, "Uh oh. <laughs> I don't have that kind of patience. It's like writing a paper. I just yeah. uh... you'd be like this ongoing thing. I would just be writing, just scribble stuff. All right, well we're gonna stop it here and split it off into the next episode. It might not be the next episode, but it'll be coming out within the next week, the second half, maybe the second and third part of this. Again, I'd like to thank the organizers at KC Metaphysical for allowing us to come in and interview the attendees and the people that were working it, as well as a lot of the vendors. And all of those interviews will be in the upcoming episodes. So thanks for listening and see you next time.